Hello and welcome to another edition of Real Men Feel. I am your host, Andy Grant. With me as always, my co-host, Apio Hunter. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Excellent, excellent. Um, Let's see. We were just talking. We feel like we've been doing this show longer than we actually have. This is our, our just our, what did I say? Fifth? It's our fifth show. Yeah. So we started this in, February was the first one. Mm-hmm. And then in March, we decided, uh, I think we began, our idea was to do this once a month. And we liked it enough, now it's weekly. Yep. Um, but it's it's the notion to have open communication, open space, to encourage the fact that real men feel. And I don't really care what you feel. Happy, sad, angry, upset, shameful, guilty, just let yourself feel. Feel. Yep. So this week, we're going to dive into the notion of male stereotypes and which male stereotypes are we just freaking sick of as men? And so <laughs> would you like to open up? What, what's your, what are you most sick of hearing as a male stereotype? I am most sick of hearing that men care only about two things, sports and the other obvious thing. We'll talk about that one in a moment. I want to talk about sports because honestly, in my circles, all of all of the guys are in my circles. Yes, they enjoy a good, you know, watching a good game. You know, getting to get to the buddies and watching a good game. Yes, they do have their favorite sports teams, myself included. But we are not obsessed with it. We're not constantly talking about sports. We're not constantly talking about you know the results of last night game, the bad ref call, or you know the stats of this player, or that player, or anything like that. We don't. I mean, we don't give a flying Yahoo about fantasy leagues or anything like that. It's something that we're aware of. It's something that we enjoy kind of more in a social setting, but we're absolutely not obsessed with it. So it drives me crazy when I hear people say, oh, gosh, all men, they only care about sports and sex. (laughs) And it's pretty much, I mean, we can narrow a lot of it down to anytime you're saying all men, anything. Yeah, You've gone into a stereotype. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's probably some, there's some some truth in like every stereotype, but Mm -hmm. You must have seen a few guys do something before you assumed all guys do it. But um, for, for me, like I, I had season tickets for the New England Patriots for 10 years. I've been to two Super Bowls. Um, I would talk football, talk football, but I also talk lots of other things. Yeah. And the yeah. older I've gotten, um, you know, I, I gave up my tickets. I, I've cared less. And, and it's really as I've become more spiritual, as I've been more interested in personal growth, I've cared less about watching sports. I'd rather go live my life than watch someone else live their life. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how I've tended to approach things as well. That my, my attitude mirrors yours. There was a time that uh, every time that I would be invited to go watch, I never went out of my way to actually buy tickets to, for instance, Utah jazz or whatever, but I still would go, you know, if I, anytime I was in the, yes, absolutely. You have a ticket. Fantastic. I'll take it. Um, when I worked for multinational that had a suite at, uh, at the arena, yeah, at the time that there was an opportunity to go, yes, I was there. Uh, and and now, like you, as I've gotten more spiritual, more focused on living my life, enjoying my life, I don't have to live vicariously through anybody else. I don't have to live vicariously through the sports teams or anything like that. I just live and love and enjoy it. Yeah. So it's much more fun that way. Yeah. You know? And even, you know, I'll, I'll speak of Tom Brady since I'm in New England, but the biggest sports stars – aren't hooked on their sports. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Tom Brady doesn't watch football. If he's not playing, he's not 
watching it. It's it's a job. He's off having fun doing other things. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. You know, so many NFL players I hear about, they don't watch the Super Bowl if they're not in it, right? It's just, <laughs> oh, it's just heartbreaking <laughs> to watch someone else be in there. They, they go do something else. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. In fact, there's a, there's a big opera star. In fact, another stereotype that, you know, men are, you know, men don't like cultural uh, things that cultural as in like for instance, going to the symphony going to the opera or anything like that there was an opera star who you know famous baritone and his his favorite thing to do was not listen to opera he liked to listen to heavy metal that was his favorite form of music <laughs> but super famous opera star so yeah yeah it's almost like what like once something becomes your job if it was also your only interest you'd become extremely one-dimensional and probably very bored yeah yeah. And that's the thing. Like, stereotypes are boring. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's much more interesting to meet people and, you know, smash all the stereotypes they might have of you. <laughs> oh, I love smashing stereotypes. Yeah. Like, so what's the one that drives you crazy? Um, you know, the big one that comes to my mind, and, you know, I don't think Blab has ratings and it's our show, so I, mine is, you know, that, that, that guys will fuck anything. And if you're not willing to fuck anything, then you're not a guy. And mm-hmm. that, especially growing up, that was one that was really disturbing and distressing. Yeah. Because you know, I've had, you know, just girls who are friends and now women who are friends. And there, there, there can be no sexual thoughts or attraction. And, and there can't, you know, but there's just yeah. the notion that if you're not going for it, if you're not trying to like nail everybody, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Or you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I've, I've faced that one before. And, and yeah, no, I, I, I'm right there with you. You know, sports and sex. And you, yeah. you just got the other one. It was, you know, it's like if you're not fucking him, if you're not doing this. You know, yeah, it's – that one will drive me batshit crazy too. Yeah. <laughs> and probably maybe it's, it is the combination. It's that the stereotype is that males treat sex as a sport. Absolutely, yes. And and while, again, that's, that might be a generalization, there are enough examples that perhaps all of us have witnessed to a certain extent that, yes, it can be true. And there, and it also can be a cultural thing as well. I mean, I definitely tell you from, you know, having my feet in two different cultures, you know, the American culture as well as the Latino culture, that in Latino culture, yes, women are objectified even more so than they are here in the United States. Uh, you know, throughout Latin America, women are very much looked at as being, you know, even more objectified and more of a sexual object. And yeah, so there, it's in, in some countries, it is, in fact, throughout Latin America, it's getting to be a less common practice, fortunately. But, you know, one of the rites of passage would be for a father to take his son down to the local whorehouse for his first sexual experience. And... Fortunately, they don't hear of that as much anymore. And it certainly depends on which social circles you are in as well. Um, but yeah, so that's something that I, I personally feel like it's good to be able to dispel that. Yeah. It's, it's nice to be able to say that, of course, now people can say that no, as a gay man that, yeah, of course, I'm going to have lots of female friends. You know, the, <laughs> and all the labels that go along with that as well. But we, you know, we have lots of mutual friends who have many male, straight male friends who actually do have plenty of female friends and there's nothing sexual there mm-hmm. at all. So, yes, it's very possible. And you are certainly a perfect example. One of our guests who's watching right now is another great example 
of somebody who has lots of male, uh, who has lots of female friends, but there's nothing sexual there. They are just friends, right. and, and they and genuinely appreciate. One of the things, and kind of both of these stereotypes, and perhaps in most stereotypes, um, kind of the men that the men that fall into and live a stereotype. Mm-hmm. I, I believe it's because they aren't willing to feel. It's it's yes. easy to talk sports, keep that kind of neutral buffer zone and get upset and have all your emotions be because of something on TV or something on the playing field. And it's easier to just see sex as a sport or an activity and mm-hmm. deny any emotional involvement. Exactly. In fact, it's usually that, that objectification of, of anybody as you know, nothing but you know, some, some worthy of just having sex with is absolutely a, dis, a complete disconnect from our feelings and that squeamishness. And again, that's another, that is another stereotype, uh, which is that the purpose of this program, real men don't feel. <laughs> real men are the Vulcans of Star Trek. They are robots. They are, they are completely emotionless. And, you know, when you start to ex- actually express your emotions, oh, you know, it's like, it, yes, it's, yes, I have seen those situations. I've been in those situations where people start to get like really awkward and uncomfortable and so forth. Well, you know what? Let's start tearing down those, those, those barriers. Let's start, you know, stepping out and, and smashing those stereotypes and saying that, yeah, it's okay to, to actually talk about what it is that you're feeling in this particular moment and not just say, love you, man. <laughs> and, <laughs> You know, and then kind of make a big joke out of it. Yeah. You can say, yeah. yeah, I love you, man, and really mean it. Yeah, I have, I have friends, we, and we tease them about this all the time. The, the, the one friend of mine that I've known since high school, who was the first to say, I love you, will only say it drunk. We all get together, and we're <laughs> camping, and as soon as he's, he's first, I love you guys. And if we tell him, oh, I love you, too, you know, he gets all, like, tense or mm-hmm. doesn't like yeah. to be reminded that he said he loved everybody the night before and things like that. But. Yeah. And, and I love what Craig said. He said, you know, that you, you know, great job, you, Andy, for, for drawing the connection between, between sports and sex. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever said that out loud. So it, it mm-hmm. took this, you know, container. And that's why I love, you know, showing up here with, with some sort of vague topic and, mm-hmm. and see where it takes us. But yeah, yeah it's treating everything like, like a game, like a sport, like it's just an activity. And it is. Mm-hmm. You, you deny. And that's what's bizarre that, that so many guys are more willing to be emotionally involved in a sport than in another human being. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's sad. <clears throat> it is. Yeah. And again, it's that whole objectification thing. And it doesn't necessarily have to be of a person. You can objectify a, a, a ball. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the word objectify. You're basically putting more, more emotional investment in an object yeah. versus a person. Yeah. And a lot of that has got to be uh, as a defense. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get yeah. hurt. So... I'll love this event where I'm allowed to go on sports radio and express how much I'm mad and hurt mm-hmm. by this game as opposed mm-hmm. to hurt by, you know, the, the, the date I can't get or the relationship that's falling apart. Or more so, and, and you know, all that ties into the greater umbrella, which is the perception that I don't want to be, be perceived as anything less than a real man. Right, right. And again, that's why, you know, Take ownership. If if you don't feel like you're being a real man, then freaking redefine what being a real man means. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you can make it whatever definition that you want. Yeah. And because you're the only one in, who knows who you are. And as long as you're sitting there and letting other people define who you are, 
then you're never going to be comfortable in your own skin. You're never going to be able to truly appreciate yourself and be in that space that you want to be, which is, you know, content, happy with your life and doing the things that you want to do. Right. Right. You know, when I come across women that like see me speak or read a book I've written or something, and they'll, they'll kind of com- use me as an example to complain more about whoever they're with. They're saying, mm-hmm. oh, most guys are not like you. You know, my guys, they won't, they don't listen. They don't talk about that I feel. I'm like, well, if you're with someone that doesn't want to talk about how they feel and they don't listen to you, then maybe it's just you're with the wrong person. Like instead mm-hmm. of, and again, that's probably easier too, to say all men are this way as opposed for me to give up on the one I'm with and go find one that is a way that I want to be with. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's easier to generalize something than it is to take responsibility for one's own life and for one's own choices. And I'm not saying that as a criticism. I'm saying that as a very simple, basic, fundamental principle of how everything operates. And that is we do create our own lives. And whatever it is that we are focused on, whatever it is that we keep on saying, and this is you, know, you and I both being infinite possibilities trainers, certified infinite possibilities trainers, we know this, we do this in, this, in our classes, and we speak about it frequently when we're doing infinite possibilities classes, which is thoughts become things. Right. Yeah. Any, any stereotype you are sure of, you will keep seeing evidence to reinforce that. Absolutely, because it is one of your core beliefs. And as long as you continue to repeat it and express it as an opinion and everything else, it will continue to be around because that's the filter that you're looking at through life. So should we go into more stereotypes? Yeah. You, what, mm. What's your next on your hit list? <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's see here. My big one was the sports and the sex thing, to be honest. Yeah. Those, are, those, are, those are my two big ones. Um, is, other, is, are there specific ones about being a gay man that have a stereotype just tied to that? Yes, yes. That all, all gay men are effeminate. All gay men only like to be you know, hair designers or makeup artists or you know, do, do girly things. Which I, I say bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, absolute bullshit. You know, I have known some extremely masculine gay men who are car mechanics, who are, you know, kick-ass lawyers, who are, I mean, you just blow the lid off of, you know, the, the, the stereotype of, of the gay man. And yes, it's true that within the LGBT community that there are, it, it is as diverse as society itself. Yeah, you do have the really over-the-top, outrageous, feather feather boa-wielding, you know, high-heel-sporting men who go out there, you know, they do it for shock value more than anything. But at the same time, you have some top elite athletes that are out there that are the epitome of society's image of the perfect straight man. But they're gay. Yeah. 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 So, 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 yeah, that one does kind of great on me. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's still out there. <laughs> it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Now, are there times you like to sing your show tunes and put on your boa or just never? Never liked show tunes. <laughs> Absolutely despise boas. And the only time I will do a boa is if it is at a Halloween party and someone gives me it. <laughs> Otherwise, forget it. I've never dressed in drag <laughs> either. <laughs> Cool. So I'm just, I'm looking at a list. Oh yeah. So what, what, one that I found early was just, you know, the generalization that, you know, men don't like to eat healthy. 
and you know, men hate salads, and we've been, it's kind of you know, salads are for girls. Give me man food, right? But right, yeah, the meat and potatoes, all I can chop yeah. on my meat, right? Yeah. But even you know, that seems less and less true. At least the people that I see as as you know, health and wellness has gotten more popular with vegan lifestyles and you know, non MGO stuff, and I see just I mean males into that. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, there is um, there's a, a, a famous bodybuilder based here in Salt Lake um, who recently won like the sexiest vegan next door award <laughs> and totally blows lid off of this 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 myth and this stereotype about men, you know, especially bodybuilders having to eat lots of meat and protein and everything else, all of this animal protein in order to maintain these really awesome bodies. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, he's, he's passionately vegan and, and, and loves using his position as a bodybuilder to show that you can be vegan and a bodybuilder, that they are not mutually exclusive at all. So I think it's really cool. Oh, another one, big one, you know, all men are messy. And I have certainly been, <laughs> I, I've met many messier women. <laughs> I have met women that are messier than a lot of men. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> In fact, I, I have had my, both my ridiculously obsessively compulsive clean periods. And I've had my times when I've been crazy messy as well. I have gone to both ends of the spectrum and now I'm kind of in a, in a happy medium. You know, where it's like, if it, if it's not too cluttery, too bad, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, get upset over it. But at the same time, I'm not going to, you know, drive myself into a frenzy over, over, you know, the fact that it's not clean either. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Craig is saying stereotypes are lazy, really big, grand assumptions that keep you from engaging and getting to know someone. Yeah. I agree. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're. Yeah, you nailed that one. Yeah, it's to make. Yeah, it's prejudice mm -hmm. discrimination. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's the, the, the tribal yeah. nature. You know, we quickly want to identify people. You know, who who's safe? Who can we talk to? And the path of least resistance is going falling into stereotypes. Exactly, make an overgeneralization, and that way, you know, I don't have to talk to them. I don't have to get to know them. I and I will say that I'm actually guilty of that myself. And that is, like, say, for instance, here, here's here's another one that could be applied to a lot of the the WASP, you know, the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. They're all Republicans, and they're all Trump supporters. Again, bullshit. <laughs> I know plenty that fall into that description that are neither. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's funny to. to to bring politics into it, just just seeing different posts on Facebook, I'm constantly surprised. Like that person supports that person. Well, that doesn't fit my stereotype, and you know, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And, you know, every time that I hear somebody bringing up that name or whatever, I just go back to you know what that doesn't matter, and we can find ways to disagree agreeably. Yeah. So that's that's how our nation has has survived as long as it has. <laughs> Because they've always been able to find you know, one, one of the interesting things about Trump is like how much he breaks down the stereotype of what a presidential candidate is supposed to be, too. So yes, and I actually like him for <laughs> that reason. I'm not saying that I like him anything else that comes out of his mouth, but I appreciate, I really genuinely appreciate that that he is breaking down all those stereotypes about what it is to be <clears throat> presidential. Yeah, yeah, certainly making for <laughs> an interesting campaign season, unlike any other. <laughs> it has been entertaining. Yeah. At the very least, it has been that. <laughs>
know. Let's see what's on the parade of, of stereotypes. Oh, we, we mentioned this kind of before the show, but the, that, that man terrified of periods. Yes. And we are talking not the punctuation yeah. mark. Yeah. I can, I can take exclamation marks, but no periods. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know, it's, it's funny because I, I guess I, I've never really had to face that on a frequent basis myself. I've never been terrified of it, but I can honestly say with absolute certainty that if someone were to ask me to go to the store and get, you know, sanitary napkins or whatever, I am happy to do so. You know, so tampons, whatever I'll go, I'll get up. Good. And if anybody out there is terrified or does get really squeamish about going and getting that stuff, just hire me. I'll go get it for you. And then you can, you know, take it home and say that you got it. Okay. Good. Yeah. So we should, you should create that as a real service because I'm not terrified yes. of them happening, being in the house, but, but yeah, I'm still embarrassed as hell to go buy something, which makes no sense. Like, is someone to think it's for me? Like, I don't know what the big fear is. What? <laughs> right. Exactly. Again, again, it's that. I'm not, a, you know, yeah. somehow it's not manly. Right. It's not manly go to, to go do that. You know, what's interesting is I have seen men at the store very comfortably shopping for in, in that aisle for those items. I've also seen men buying makeup for their girlfriends and their girlfriends are right there. And, you know, the men are actually offering suggestions as to, no, that's not a good color for you. No, this, I think this would be better. They're engaged. And I, I, I've seen that a couple of times now, and I've been like, that's freaking awesome. Yeah, that, so that's another yeah. stereotype that men aren't interested in that and interested in girly stuff, whatever that might mean and cover, right? Ah, uh, you know, Greg brought, up a, uh, Craig brought up a great one. Men aren't romantic. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. To that one, I also say yeah. bullshit. I, like, <laughs> every guy I've ever met has been romantic, on some level, in at least one relationship mm -hmm. in their life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier, about that, you know, guys only think about one thing, which is sex. And, you know, they only are romantic if they think that they're going to score or whatever. No, not at all. Sometimes I just want to, you know, because they love the idea of, uh, of a very well-planned seduction. I mean, I personally know many men who love a nice, beautiful, romantic, even, and even if it only results in cuddling, which is another stereotype, which you mentioned, is that men don't like to cuddle, even if it results just in cuddling, not spooning, cuddling, that, you know, that somehow the night has a bust. No, not at all. And, and, and again, I would love to be able to get some guys on here with us sometime to talk about those stereotypes and how, you know, give actual real life examples of how they bust those stereotypes and how it drives them crazy and how, and what the things that they do to, to not fall into the stereotype. Yeah. I think, um, you know, the notion that guys don't want to spoon and cuddle and that that's, you know, bad or girly and all that. A lot of that seem I feel like it comes from like sitcoms, you know, an easy <laughs> oh, yeah. joke and all that reinforces it. And, you know, mm -hmm. cause it, Exactly. Yeah, just to, and it doesn't serve anybody. So no, exactly. And you know, don't forget. You know, when you're writing for a comedy and you, and you have have only a certain amount of time, your characters are inevitably going to end up being shallow yeah. anyway. And and that and sitcoms certainly do help to serve and feed stereotypes a yeah. lot. Yeah. Too many people see entertainment and take it as that's how people really are, and that's how I should behave. You know. But yeah, mm -hmm. just not mm -hmm. accurate. Exactly. And that's especially true of <clears throat> reality oh, TV. <laughs> the least real sort of programming there is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like what fabricated, you know, BS or doing this time around, you yeah. know? <laughs> and here's one that I don't know where this comes from. So taking photos annoys men. I've never heard that, experienced that. that really? Okay. That's a new one to me. I yeah. guess it's a cultural so, thing. There might be cultures where that might be. You know. yeah. So this, this is on the list I, I searched before the show for uh, male stereoty- stereotypes that men are sick of. And this was in this article. Yeah. And I, I didn't. Oh, oh I, I should have paid attention. Another good one. Men aren't good listeners. Yeah. What? You talking <laughs> to me? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> now, if I get into one of my shiny squirrel moments, that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it could just be yeah. Perhaps your man is just easily distracted. That's exactly he's, right. Or he's an excellent listener, just not to you, right? <laughs> right, exactly. There might be a reason why they're not listening. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, and, and for for those who may not be aware, the reason why I got the name shiny, uh, the nickname shiny squirrel, is because I literally am easily distracted by the proverbial shiny objects in squirrels. And I would say ever since I started doing Samuel and so forth, you know, channeling Samuel, I've taken the whole shiny squirrel thing from entertainment to art form. <laughs> so it's, it's been an interesting experience, I'll say the least. Now, when channeling, you certainly must be a good listener then. Oh, absolutely, yes. That- absolutely, yes. But boy, once I'm, once I'm back to just me. Different thing altogether. <laughs> My head's still somewhere out there in in the ethers. <laughs> so I might I might actually fall into that stereotype a little bit, Craig. Well, again, yeah, I mean, there's, there's there's some truth in all of them. Right? Absolutely, yeah, a, yeah a, just, a nugget uh, of truth, you know. Yeah, yeah, because men aren't good listeners. Sometimes is true for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. But just saying, all men can't listen. Well, that just, that's just a fallacy. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's a great one, Craig. Men aren't honest. Men are cheaters. Men are, you know, yeah. I can say from my personal experience that honesty and integrity is absolutely the norm within society. The reason to me, and this is the way I I perceive and the way I look at it is the reason why that overgeneralization, that particular stereotype pops up is because it is so abnormal. It is so outside of the normal experience of most human beings for somebody to be dishonest that it become, you know, that, that, and it can be such a shock to a lot of people when something like that happens that it then becomes like this big, broad thing, especially if it is caught in some, again, what we're, what we focus on expands. If it's in your, if it's in your field of attention and you're paying attention to it, you are going to experience it more frequently. And that's going to be true of all of the stereotypes, I think, that, you know, every time that you are going to repeat a stereotype, you're going to focus on the stereotype that is going to be part of your experience because that is exactly what you are going through and we've got andy how has a very bad internet signal right now but you can still hear us can't you i hope i can okay yeah so you can hear me we just can't see you right now we just got a poor internet signal on you (laughs) 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 okay now this is a stereotype not about men but just about you know just internet the internet service is crappy (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Craig has a, a, a uh, let's see here, a joke. How do you know when a man is lying? His lips are moving. 
Part of society does approve more of men being dishonest, right? To, to lie, cheat, yeah. steal, to get ahead in business or politics. It's almost expected of certain certain professions. Yes, for instance, if you're a lawyer, you're supposed to you know misrepresent things. If you're a politician, it's just normal to lie. Um, but what's interesting is I was hearing something a little earlier today about how oh there you are now you're back. So um, how how for instance the quote unquote establishment of the Republican Party and the establishment media and so forth, the mainstream media that nobody cares about what the mainstream media says, even though they're constantly calling Donald Trump out on all of the quote-unquote lies that he's saying, because people do no longer trust the establishments anymore. So they really don't care about what's being said, because, because the establishment, you know, mainstream media and so forth, falls into that stereotype of being dishonest and only having an agenda, one agenda, and only wanting to protect the interest of the elite and so forth. And so, again, there, there's another stereotype that, you know, we can, you know, speak to, but not necessarily dispel. We, one of these times, we really should probably have a, a bunch of episodes about a specific stereotype and find somebody who can talk about how they have dispelled it. Yeah, because that, that's yeah. the fun of, of of living, of being a man, is disproving all the male stereotypes that perhaps yeah. you grew up with or thought you had to be, but yeah, I love yeah. stereotypes wrong. Absolutely. In fact, you know, Craig, talk to Anella and see if there is a particular stereotype that drives her crazy and how her experience with you actually dispels that stereotype. And we'll have her on as a guest, even you as well. And I, I think that would be a blast to have, have the two of you on. And, and so that way we can dispel some of those stereotypes. So cool. I guess I've got another show coming. Good. <laughs> right? Hey, maybe, that's, maybe that's next week. <laughs> Could be, right? <laughs> cool. So one, one, thing, one thing I've never admitted, one, one of the most often played songs on my iPod, mm -hmm. Oh, What a Beautiful Morning by Ethel Merman. Possibly, possibly one of the gayest songs. Right, time, right. right. <laughs> but like that, I love that song. I love it. <laughs> but, it's, but yeah, because it represents how you feel about life. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great one to work out to. I love that song. Yeah. So that's, that's perfect. Yeah. And then of course, what else is on this list? Yeah, that, that men hate intellectual movies. I guess that kind of goes to the cultural notion that you had shared earlier. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, if things aren't blowing up, we don't care. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. I will say, I, I will say that I, I really enjoyed going to see Batman v Superman over the weekend. So it was good. Were there women in the audience? There were, there were yeah. actually. Right. In fact, there, there's one. There's one gal who's sitting next to me that uh, I only remember her sitting next to me because she got up several times during the movie to go out. She really had uh, a, a very close relationship with her cigarette pack. And I could tell because when she came back in, I could smell it. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, Craig. I only don't like click flicks. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> I don't even know what that means anymore. 
me, like, yeah, yeah, supposedly a chick flick. I think that the general, again, the stereotypical definition of a chick flick is one that's a bit of a tearjerker. It's a romance that women just love. It's like, Wah! you know, all the the, the tear works. Because <laughs> I saw some, when Bridesmaids first came out, I saw people, oh, no, that's a chick flick. I'm not going to that. Uh-huh. And so, so women are if if women are emotional, it's a chick flick. If women are funny, it's a chick flick. Like uh, I don't, I don't if, know. If it appeals more to women than men, I guess it's a chick uh, flick. I, but I, I know, I'll be certainly from from what I've heard, and you know, the guys that that, that I've talked to talking about quote unquote chick flicks, it is the, the stereotypical chick, uh, chick flick is the one that is the really emotional, sappy quote unquote yeah. sappy romance. That's that's a chick flick. So maybe we should look it up on the Urban Dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have Craig put his uh, list of favorite chick flicks together. There we'll you go. Night. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Yeah, we hit. Uh, yeah, well, men are embarrassed of couple activities. Jeez, mm-hmm. I think I, th- I don't buy that at all. If you if you enjoy the couple you're in, I don't think there are some activities that are off limits. Exactly. I, you know, I have to say to that one that. Again, I just maybe I just run in weird circles. I don't know, but all of the men I know love being in couples activities because they love the relationships that they are in. And you made a really, really good point there that if you don't like a couple's activity, more than likely you're not going to be liking your relationship. So go back to being single or find a relationship that you do enjoy. Yeah. And so Craig's asking about uh, PDA, public displays of affection. You know that that men are against that. And, Get a room, right? <laughs> and I, I think that's that's more from jealousy, right? <laughs> yeah, I wish that was me getting that right? public display. You know, exactly. And and I think that goes also to the very prudish nature of of you know the, our puritanical roots here in the United States. You know that somehow you know, showing your affection for somebody is somehow in you know, wrong or whatever. Um, now, you know, granted, if somebody is like practically, you know, having sex in public, I mean, that may make a lot of people uncomfortable. There are some yeah. who want to stand around and watch, I'm sure. <laughs> I was at a concert once where the people in front of me started having sex. Yeah. And security had to come in. Was, security's trying to walk them out while they are attached to each other. It was very interesting to see happen. <laughs> but that's the, I've seen that. I can't, remember, I, wish I, I can't remember what band that was. <laughs> that is oh, awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. It's very bizarre. A friend of mine in Toronto was telling me about a time at the stadium there in Toronto. There's a hotel that you know that faces the stadium. The rooms, those rooms that you know, look down into the stadium are highly desirable. And one time there was a game that was going on, and nobody's watching the game because apparently a couple got really was like so into the game that it just turned them on, and they were they didn't bother to draw the curtains or anything. Yeah, <laughs> I believe that was a Red Sox Toronto Blue Jays game. I, I, I've yeah, story here. So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. No, he, my friend was at the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he told me about it. I'm like, oh, wow, <laughs> so I no. can't remember who was playing. Just, just yeah. the story. You know? Yeah, funny. It's all out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. So, so yeah, let's. Uh, so I, I, I believe that all men like couple activities. They eat healthy. They love girl talk. They love buying tampons. They don't cheat. <laughs> they like chick flicks. You know, it just. Make up your own, make up whatever list you freaking want. Exactly. Make your own rules. Yeah. 
And, you know, you get to define what, what a real man is like. And, you know, if there are things that, that, that you do like and your buddies are going to rib you over it, well, then have the, to use a crew term, have the cojones, have the balls to actually step forward, you know, balls out and say, hey, you know what, guys? Deal with it. Yeah. I like this, okay? Because, <laughs> you know, stereotypes can serve and help you to categorize people and things, but then be willing to discover that there's more. But I think the most damaging stereotypes are the ones that you put on yourself. Absolutely, yes. And you say, well, I can't do that. I'm a guy. I can't do these things. I can't be interested in that. You know, just right. screw There's that. something wrong with me. Exactly. You know, that, that, that comes from a place of judgment. That comes from a place of, of letting other people define you as an individual. When you can step up and to use a real man feel when you can, when real man, when you can define, you know, step up and say, I'm a real man. And I feel I'm a real man. And I get to decide what I like in my life. I'm not going to let anybody make those decisions for me or define who I am as an individual. And as a man, that's when you know that you, you have stepped into that space. All right. So we'll, uh, we'll put down, put out the intention for some special episodes. We'll have a real men bust stereotypes. Absolutely. I am looking forward to those ones. Cool. Cool. <laughs> so, and we'll, awesome. re- we'll reach out to you, Craig, to, to know when you guys can, you know, coordinate your schedules. There you go. Come and drag. <laughs> <laughs> Craig says, I'll come and drag. That would be awesome. <laughs> ah, that would be funny. We'll have to have bow one night. Yeah. Cool. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, as, as, as uncomfortable as I would feel wearing a boa, because I because I love to dispel the, those those myths about gay men, I will show up in a boa if we decided to do a boa night. Okay. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Well, uh, on on those fine notes, um, yeah, we've been going from for almost forty minutes. So, uh, just to just to keep these nice and tight, I uh, gonna say thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll be back live next Tuesday, April fifth. And maybe it'll be mm-hmm. Bowen night. We'll keep it as a surprise. Exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll surprise you guys. Absolutely. Who knows what's, cool. what we're going to do. <laughs> awesome. So thanks, everyone, for watching. Craig, uh, thanks for all the comments from Craig. Thank you, Apio. Absolutely. Thank you, Andy. And, uh, and yeah, go, go bust some stereotypes this week. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. All right. Have Bye-bye. a fun, guys. Take care. <laughs>